live from Montreal. Here's your coach and your host of the Dare Real Agile podcast, Coach F. Today on May 1st, we are going to talk about how to please your worker. Because yes, it's the International Day of the Workers. And uh, one of the principles of agility is to please your customer. And to please your customers, you obviously have to please your worker, those who do. So welcome, welcome once again to this Dare Real Agile podcast, this adventure, this experience that we do here at the Agile Lounge, live from Montreal. Right now, in time of this grand lockdown, we do it mostly every week. But uh, it might change, it might change. Uh, May 8th, uh, don't expect us to have a show. Uh, we might come back uh, May 15th. Again, as a special type of show, maybe testing our first interview, uh, having our first guests on the show. And uh, then after the regular schedule of uh, every Friday, uh, every uh, Friday at the end of the month, so the last Friday of each month, we should bring our beautiful list. We have a list of about 15 subjects for you that talks about lean thinking, uh, designing the future, Conscious leadership, freedom lifestyle as well. You know, it's really important. For those who don't know, freedom lifestyle is, uh, it's not just financial, it's, it's a mindset. So, the question today we have is, huh? oh, great leader, or even a leader that want to become great, how they will actually achieve by creating or empower their worker, the people in their team. Have you ever, ever, ever questioned yourself if you are yourself a leader out there? Uh, if you own a business, if you own a company, or you, are, you have big responsibility into the management, and I said management now, but how do you lead your people instead of convincing them you know when, when we think about it because someone has the question am, am, I, am I be pleased to participate on our beautiful beautiful uh, thread on LinkedIn and I shout, I shout her out it's, uh, she's a, a great mind a great business agility mind and she's the creator of Sway I hope to have her on the show it's an invitation for you Marina Marina Alex from Moscow that I met while with the Beatles when we were together at Enterprise Scrum building great things great things for a smarter future so I salute you Marina I'm inviting you to the show to come and speak about Sway Sway itself with Agile great 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 framework and it's beyond framework it's, it's, it's a great mindset it's a great way of having sales people I'm talking about marketing here it's more than marketing it's, it's exactly a uh, a new approach, a new business agility approach. But that will be a subject for another time and hopefully with uh, her as a guest on our show, The Dare Real Agile. And um, if we get back to our question this week, uh, for this episode, still the testing episode, still the uh, prequel episode of uh, 
the upcoming season of their Real Agile that will coming up soon. So how you, as a leader, what is your user story? As a leader, how do you actually bring your people to be engaged? Huh? The choice of words, it's very important if you'd like to adapt a mindset. And the agile mindset is really clear. It's people interaction over processes and tools. And, and usually, when, when we teach agile, when we introduce people to agile, and let me, let me laugh with you a little bit here, because there's a lot of people that think that they need a one-day workshop or one day, a full one day of kind of a training, an academic training on what is agile. What the hell is that? If you subscribe and if you register for one of our workshops, whether it's in Bryant Park, Manhattan, or here at the Crew Collective in Montreal, with one of my trainer and coach, actually we are coaching you by the way, for up to nine people altogether and a practical way of, of teaching you Agile, we will have enough of an afternoon or even a morning if you're a morning girl or guy. It takes only about three to maximum four hours with a Q&A period to introduce you to agility because we go over the four values, huh? a working software over comprehensive documentation. Or should I say, sorry, I'm old school now. A working product, a working solution. We'll adapt it to your situation, to your context because at the Agile Lounge, that's what we do. We adapt, we tailor everything about you. We do observation first. And then we make you try something. This is called empirism. This is bringing back science into agility, into business agility, because we think it's very, very important. So, so you see, we have this, uh, this very, very important, like, so we teach it like this. We teach it practically, having a great conversation with learning with your context, both business and technological, And when we go through those values and the 12 principles, and I might do a show, like, like a beginner show, to, to show you like we could do it even on a podcast in 15 minutes, of course, without the conversation. Or if I have a class who don't mind to be recorded, we'll see. But the thing is, instead of explaining it as a methodology, because it's really not necessarily a methodology, you have a set of four values and 12 principles. Then you... you You teach it to your team, and of course you teach it to the leadership, because both of them will have to to be together huh? to to bring it together and bottom up and top down. And we make sure that you understand those values and those principles, because these are the keys to open the doors of any decision that you'd like to make or any ways of working that you'd like to implement. So when I ask the question today on this May 1st, uh, the May day, instead of having a couple of developers, of designer, of any people who work hard, very hard, do they work for you or with you? And all those elementary four values and 12 principles, if you understood them, if you adapt them, how will they make you enable 
her space, her learning environment, empowering with autonomy, and unleash self-organized team because you should trust them, you should entrust them if you hire people to work with you for the development of your product, of your solution, of your services, to serve your client, that maybe you work hard to get those clients and please those clients. But at some point, you have to delegate the servicing of your client. And if you're not a great leader, if you're not even a good leader, if you're not empower your people that you have to hire now because your services, your solution, or your professional services, your business stuff, your product, your software, your API, what have you, is so popular, it's so good that you don't you, you sell that much, now you have to work, you have to deliver with quality, so you need people to work with you. They're not working for you, because if they're working for someone, they will work for your user, they will work for your client, and they work for them, for their family. Huh? to bring bread and butter into the, on the table. So they work with you as, as you work with them. So again, the questions, and even on, on the replay, uh, on anywhere, comment below. Interact with us at the Agile Lounge, at the Their Real Agile Podcast. Tell us your thought, because I'm just trying to facilitate here to enable you, enable you to actually becoming a better and a smarter leader by asking you that question to, on this show today. And maybe you are jogging right now and I make you think, I make you see images in your mind, I make you see the last time you spoke with your team or maybe with a teammate or with someone you ask for something or when you ask to build something or when you ask the idea of someone. Huh? And just, just the word Scrum and the lean management way and the lean leadership. Ah, Scrum, it's, 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 it's a calc. It's an emulation from uh, the great uh, Australian rugby team that uh, Tashaku Komata were looking at them regrouping together and togetherness. Yes, it is. A team, a team. It's people helping each other, walking towards a goal with focus and with courage. Okay. It's really simple to explain, I know that. But if you have the will, and if you truly adapt a mindset, a state of being, you will achieve. Because in about 20-some years, since 2003, I was a Scrum Master for a great software simulation company with very, very, very gut-complex engineer and software programmer, let me tell you. And people on the business sides doing politics with the space agency and what have you. So I learned it the hard way. How to be a facilitator and a coach with those type of big ego and what have you. And I was always like learning in the same time those values from the manifesto that was very young back then. But that's the key. I understood very quick and I've been even been like confirm in my role by three of the co-sanitary of this uh, manifesto who told me like yes you get it you as a scrum master as a coach as a facilitator your sole purpose is to make ease for the leader and the worker to get together be pleased and pleasing the customer so for that 
you work on the behavior aspect you work on the space the environment you have to influence not convince you have to propose you have to suggest you have to make sure they've got everything that goes from a good lighting maybe a good desk a good chair so the scrum master the coach out there your role is not looking at data into Jira fuck it no your role is to interact to be H2H human to human interaction from Brian Kramer that I salute you know Your role is to go to any level of management, asking them anything that will empower your team, anything that will make your team better and working smarter. And of course, making sure that every worker has her or his voice and to new ideas and to new proposal of ways of working on developing that software. Because if you hire someone who is a specialist, let's call it like this, Uh, into some sphere of technology or maybe a sphere of, of uh, software management, uh, data analysis, security, what have you, any skills that you hire that person for, they should be listened, they should be there to tell us how to do that if we trust them. And this is why even like the peer will be important Okay. So, so for me, it's, these are key elements to to go with those set of values and principles that always help you to enable good decision making and to the development of your product and also the empowerment of the people who will work with you to develop those products and services. So, I know it's simple to explain, I, and I don't bring right now concrete example, because I want you to tell me. I want you to challenge me here on YouTube and Facebook for those who are watching it live or the replay that will stay there. And if you catch me while jogging into your Spotify, Apple Podcasts or so on, Write to me. It's coach at agile-lounge.com. Write us. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you do. Tell us what you need to be a smarter leader, to be a better leader. We might have a great conversation. We still offer one hour free. And it's nothing to do with uh, this, the actual pandemic situation. No, 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 no. We've been doing this for the last uh, 18 months, offering one hour, half an hour to one hour, first chit-chat cafe at the crew, of course, when it's reopening. Now we do it on Zoom. And then after, we could go ahead and propose you a, a step-by-step, tip-toe-tap, according to your context, on how and, and where you want to go, especially why you want to, to do... Uh, these uh, new ways of working, including lean and agile and, and, and so on. And you'll see at the Agile Lounge, my coaches and I, we're not putting too much word because we, we have the empiric, scientific ways of doing things. Start with a conversation. You start with, with understanding your need and your team's need and your culture. And, and we don't change you. 
we will help you to transform, to take a new form. Because this is the exact semantic way uh, of understanding that word. Transform from Latin transforma, it's a new form you'd like to take. But you won't change the core of your thing. Oh, you might want to do this. We, we help client also to literally change from selling, I don't know, plywood and to uh, becoming the next big thing in e-commerce and uh, data storage, for example. And I've seen it, yes. So concretely, to answer that question of today's topic, how do you uh, empower or enable your worker? How do you please them? And then thus enhancing the performance and the quality and the satisfaction of your clients so you please everyone. It's simply through adapting to understand, okay, read and understand the four values and the 12 principles from the Agile Manifesto. Have a discussion with people. Make a working agreement. When you build a team, that's the best key as a leader. Of course, the coach could do it. But let's say you're a great business owner of any size, by the way, a company for any size. You have to be there with them. You have, you have to, to tell them why you want that product or that services built. And so this came with a vision. So the first step is creating a vision, making everything visual. And, and from that vision, as you explain your vision, you will start also creating your, your story. And I didn't say like user story here. Like it could be like your story. Okay. So you tell the story of what you want them to achieve and who do you need, depending on where you are and your, and your stage of development. But you see, this is, this is very, very, very simple to explain and why it is hard to apply it's because we are human and by being human we might have feelings and intuition and intelligence so those three things have to be well balanced and this is why scrum for example and lean thinking will teach you focus focus means that at some point if you come into the office or let's say you remote work and you enter into your zone. I call it the zone, like here in my office. I'm, I'm in my zone. And if I'm in my zone, I will focus. I will give myself a quality of presence. I will expect quality of presence of my stakeholders, of the people I work with. And I will remind myself of the values and principles we agreed upon to, to make it alive. Any working agreement we have together going back to the goal of this iteration, going back to the goal of the product, of the business model, and then I focus. And if I need help, I will ask for help. And I will have courage to actually ask for help. And even though to, to go and ask maybe a coach to facilitate, facilitate me to receive help or the tools I need or an access that I need and so on and on and on. So this is really about collaboration. But if you're a leader, if you're an owner, a business owner of something, and you have to start delegating, and have to 
start trusting. Of course, trust is not something you take for granted. You have to see it by the exercise of skills of the people you hire for. And more they help you achieve and more they achieve for themselves and for the whole company. You will trust them and you let it go. You learn to let go. But I will tell you one thing uh, if you're a business leader listening to this and you'd like to please your worker to make sure that your customer will be pleased. The important key is to set the goal, to set the objective, to be very clear, have no ambiguity, being ready, agreeing with your team on a definition of done. We, we, we made survey sometime after our consultancy professional services. And uh, what I noticed and the comment when we asked if they adapted Scrum and if they understood the uh, value of Agile or Scrum or Lean, <clears throat> they mostly said yes, because before having these values and principles in mind, before using them as a way of making decisions, we were always struggling with ambiguity. We were never ready. And the only focus was, let's bring, let's bring down the money. And um, there were no... There were always delay. They were always like, because it was not clear, because people have a lot of questions, because people didn't agree the way they should work together. People didn't agree on their role and responsibilities, because that's a key thing too. When, when we say pleasing the workers and the customer, yes, for sure. But at some point, if, uh, let, give, let me give you an example. You have a customer, a user, who wants to use, let's say you develop, okay, a podcast recorder <laughs> to compete with GarageBand and OMS. And then he starts wanting to do vlog instead and he need more lighting. But of course you don't provide any lights with your equipment. You provide a software. So it's all in the discussion, the context. It's all in the that makes sense. Does it make sense to listen to a customer who wants to do vlog as you are offering a podcast software recorder? So if you're really, really, really agile and all sense of agility, you might say, oh, hold on a second. I will partner with someone who provides lighting and while you record your podcast, you'll be able to make your vlog as well. How's that? And then it's an agreement. And then you have a refined definition of them. But then you have to make sure that <clears throat> you have people and your team that could do this, that could integrate it. And you have also the supplier, your promise. So it's all about this. You promise, you discuss, you collaborate, and then you come back. It's a kind of a cycle like this. So here you have it. How do I empower my people is by uh, trusting the fact that <laughs> if you hire them to provide you with their skills, okay, with their ideas, with their genius, let them be. And make sure that everyone is having a way of working that they agreed upon and they might also use within the iteration the refinement of what you ask them to build and as well a retrospective 
on what on, I mean like not what but how they should work together and also with you be ready to be called in so that was it for this amazing May 1st May Day International Workers Day on the Dare Real Agile podcast I hope you enjoy I hope you learn something I hope to learn something from you so once again Uh, we might come back in about two weeks or we're going to start our regular schedule of the last Friday of every month. But for you that are jogging right now, listening to this while taking care of your body and mind at the same time, I wish you a good run. I wish you a good day. I wish you a good weekend. And uh, let's be together again very soon. Cheers. Cheers.